talking about hidden gems off the beaten path. Um, but before we get into all that, um, we've got myself, Chad, Jay, Kyle, as usual. And um, tonight we have our first special guest, Mr., the one and only, Mr. Marty Plute. Uh, why don't you tell everybody hello, Marty? Um, so for, for those of you that, that don't know who Marty is, uh, he's local to our area and he's, uh, <clears throat> he's been a pretty heavy competitor in the, in the SCA side of competitions with, which is uh, ribeye steaks. He, um, actually was the most winningest man in the SCA last year with 13 total wins which uh, broke the record by two, three. So 10 was, 10 was it before you got 13. Uh, so needless to say, um, in the stake world, he's very well known. He's, he's really good at it. Uh, Marty, any idea how many comps you cooked last year in SCA? 80. 80 comps. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. So, you cooked 80 and took best out of the or 13 out of the year. What did, like, who cooked the most? Or, you don't say who, but how many comps? There were a couple, like, three around 130. That's insane. And that's, uh, I mean, does the SCA stuff pretty much go all year, or is it is there kind of a – is it heavier? It's probably heavier in the summer, but, I mean, you pretty much can go anywhere, right? I mean, when it gets cold here, you can drive all the way to Florida if you want to to cook an SCA, right? Right. Typically four to six competitions a week on Saturday and then maybe four on Sunday. So a couple on Friday nights. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. At uh, three hundred dollars a a cook for a for a double, just do a little math there. <laughs> Times eighty <laughs> adds up fast. Uh, but whoever said anything? No, there's no such thing as a cheap hobby if you really get into it. I mean, golf, whatever, any hobby you you name it. If you're involved, you're you're uh, you're not making a profit. <laughs> Um, what, uh, what's the plan for this year? Are you scaling back on this, on the stake side or? Do you have a, a number, total number in mind this year? Or just kind of going with the flow. I think uh, you got your golden ticket already, right? You got that, what, three weeks ago? A couple weeks ago. Yeah. And where was that at? Batesville, Mississippi. Batesville, Mississippi. I got one for high dollars. Yes, you did. We'll see you all in Texas. Oh, shit. That story will Here never. Oh man. She don't want margarita too, didn't she? Mm-hmm. Yep. That'll be fun. Me and Sheila. Yeah, man. Sheila. Got myself. We got Marty. Now we just need Chad. Yep. 
and Casey. <laughs> <laughs> Man, what's the point? I, mean, I, I feel like I'm Michael Jordan. I'm stop. I'm retired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Uh, yeah, I'll probably cook Collinsville's and see how I do there. If if I'm still feeling froggy, I might do Pier- do ours in Piron. But I'm kind of hoping that something good happens in Collinsville because I really there's enough going on at our comp on in Piron that I really don't want to put the time I don't have the time to put towards it and that's never that's not a good mix when you can't focus on it for sure Right. Yeah, I mean the the comp the comp world dies if you don't if you don't get new people in there and fresh blood because <clears throat> you know, just like just like you and I'm sure several other I know Tim and Sandy Brown for example, I know they they they're probably up in that one thirty total number of comps. And I mean, you can only do that for so long till you're gonna at least scale it back. Uh, that's a lot of traveling. Um, why don't, uh, I think <clears throat> you also have some rubs out there that, that you've produced. Um, you got, uh, it's, they're all the twisted steel line, twisted steel steak appeal, twisted steel sultry smoke and Lima loca, Lima loca, not Lima. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, why don't you just give us tell me a little bit like what's the what was the main I think your uh, twisted steel steak appeal was the first right. rub you came up with right? Uh, used it for probably two years now. Um, it was the first introduced in, in March of last year, um, and then did the uh, Lima Loca just to play around the backyard kind of stuff, nothing competition wise, and then. And the uh, steak appeal and the sultry is mainly for, I mean, it goes best with steaks, or it go. I, you got guys using it on ribs, pretty much anything. Ribs, pork, steaks, and then the the lima loca is like a lime flavor kind of. I guess my best way to describe it is like a Mexican Southwest, Southwest twist. Delicious. It's, it's, it, it comes from my time in New Mexico. When I was a kid, I lived in Mexico. We just loved the food. We just had to wanted to bring that back. That's how that happened. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I know we've talked about it in uh, a few of the pr- podcasts previous to this uh, that the meat shop carries uh, Lima Loca brats, which are delicious, and also the. Uh, the twist Johnny's Twisted House, um, <clears throat> and you can get that in Bratz or Bulk, I think, right? 
just bulk. Um, anything else, or did we pretty much hit everything? Nope, we're done. Good night. <laughs> Good night. Peace out. <laughs> um, so, uh, Jay, what you been up to since last time we recorded? Anything spectacular? <laughs> no, not much. Uh, one of the, Kyle had a Pythagoras deal is what he's been up to last time, but I'll be cooking chicken wings at his place. We put pork uh, belly burning, which was amazing. Sunday brew, a bunch of events. He had like three of them all at once. I don't know what it was all about. Well, when you got four kids, you got to show all of them. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's the old Wakes Oregon. They turned it into a basically a wedding venue slash event center. So we brought our smoker up there and Jeff Barber took his barbecue uh purposeful the purposeful barbecue. Almost drop the Shirley on yourself? Uh, no. It fell and it took five guys to lift it back up. <laughs> Kyle? Yeah. Marty, do you do anything exciting over the weekend? Just uh, c- cooking for them, or actually like kind of a classy, like putting on a class at the same time. Yeah, we were in wine country in Missouri. We spent the day out in the wine country, and then we came back toward the evening, and then we did some demos and sat a little bit here and there, and then we had a buffet, and it was just top notch. It was really good. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, yeah, Jeff Bartles definitely knows how to how to put on a a class and a and a presentation for sure. Um, yeah, I've pretty much been up to the same thing over the weekend. I was over at Kyle's house for uh, all the events, and I do have to agree the uh, the pork belly burn ins were really good. the uh, The wings were good too. That well, I I think they. I think they sat uh, 
so we we basically cooked them on the smoker and then we <clears throat> flash fried them to get the skin crispy. But then after we did that, we we put them um, we dipped them in sauce and then set them on the smoker to set the sauce, and I and then put them in the Cambro and I think they just lost the skin, lost all of its crispiness because it it just basically re-steamed in the in the Cambro. Yeah, that that was really my only complaint. Yeah. Q. One one three Q wing sauce. One one three. Yeah, I think it's one one three Q. Right. Yeah. Kevin Suttles, though. Yeah, he. He's that stuff is delicious. Um. All right, well, I think if that's all we got, uh, that's what we've been up to. Let's get into the main topic for tonight, which is the hidden gems. Um, pretty much, I think all of all of the all of these items are are all beef items, correct? Um, Just different ideas, I guess I should say, on pork. Like, you don't always have to get your normal. Well, let's go with the hidden gems of the beef. Yeah. Yeah. But you got Mike Luke. Right. Uh, yeah, I'm learning here. There's some things here I don't know about. <laughs> so, uh, Jay or Kyle, why don't you run through the list of, of the things that come to mind for you guys on maybe some things that are delicious that people haven't necessarily heard of? You know a little more about how to get the cuts out. See, you're just a new cutter. I'm a butcher and a new cutter. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so we're going to talk, talk about hanging tenders, beef cheeks, timber steaks, flank steak, pinwheels, and since Mike Poots with us, we're going to talk about tri tip and culotte, also pecana. Kyle's going to explain the difference between a culotte pecana to a tri-tip and where it's at on a beef. Which we uh, did a little run through beforehand, and we all kind of scratch our heads and we learned a little bit of something. <laughs> Never thought Kyle could teach me anything, but. <laughs> oh, man. No, honestly. I'm so, thinking. start with the hang tenor. Since okay. you're, you're a butcher. So, hanging tender is any meat cutter you go to, unless they actually butcher beef from a whole animal, may not know what it is, unless they Google it or, or ordered it in or something like that. But the hanging tender is a muscle. There's only one on an animal. It weighs about three pounds. And it's the muscle that holds the diaphragm together. And the diaphragm is what separates the vitals from the intestines. Basically, is it's a cut of meat that usually sometimes probably gets pitched when the intestines and whatever, you know, when the insides are getting taken out. A lot of times it might even get pitched or it gets ground in a burger or something like that. And it's a cut of meat that's 
not recognized and it's I mean it can be pricey because like I said there's one on the animal that weighs about three pounds. So and it's there. one more where is it at again? It's the muscle that holds the diaphragm together. It's in the very center of the bottom the body, like on the inside. Gotcha. So it's basically when you split the split the rib cage, it's on the inside right there. That's right. Yep. So it's, it, I mean, it's, I mean, it's hard, really hard to explain, like, over talk, but it's, I mean. It holds, like, the, the, it's, the stomach. It's the muscle that. that holds the diaphragm yeah. together, and the diaphragm is what separates your intestines. From the lungs. Liver, kidney, all those kind of things. It's like the, the muscle that's hanging on. Like yeah. I'm. Yeah. It's, it, until you actually see it and how it works, then it's like it's not. I don't know. I mean, I can't explain it any further than that. Why do you say Marty? It's, it's. I'm just. At, I just want to know what would you equate it to, like on a different cut of beef? Is there anything? So it's definitely a different texture. Okay. Um, it's not like a ribeye or a New York strip or something like that. It's okay. not. A, it's. It's. It's not a solid muscle. It's almost like sort of flaky kind of is it um, is it more would you say like it's like more like beef cheek no no not even close totally different. i mean from everything that i ever cut out of it in any beef it's not you're not to really compare it to uh maybe sort of a skirt steak maybe a skirt yeah. steak um but that's probably the best comparison i said yeah but it's i mean it's kind of flaky it's kind of like So who's the first who's the first guy that ever looked at that and said, "Oh yeah, this we, we can definitely cook this." <laughs> so we had a guy years ago come in and he would every once in a while, maybe once a year, he would buy about twenty pounds of them. He would say, "Save them for me," and I want to buy. He would buy twenty pounds or so, and then it's kind of just there's probably a lot more of our listeners on here than we think that know what it is. You know, just internet and right. Know, Never did anything with it, but um, a 
Clark in Collinsville, Dennis Swearjohn, uh, he came in and bought some. I don't remember how many he bought, but he was buying like as many as he could for a while because he just loved it so much. Well, then he came in one day and he just hacked one up real quick and threw it on our skillet for breakfast. Got the skillet on as hot as it would go, like 500 degrees or something like that, and just seared the piss out of it both sides, pulled it off, kept probing it, and it was just good. So then put a little more love into it and cooked one at home and it's good stuff. Cool. Uh, what about beef cheeks? I mean, I think the name of that is pretty explanatory where it comes from, but. Yeah, it definitely is. I mean, again, there's not very many on the animal. It's beef cheeks, so you only have so many pounds. Uh, but it's basically taco meat. Um, well, I don't know about taco meat. Pretty fascinating taco meat. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not like ground up taco. It's, it's pretty it's, fascinating. I mean, it's. It's freaking good. It's, wanna, Marty, you want to elaborate on that a little bit? Besides, I know you're going to say Lima Loca, which is legit, and that's what you do need to put on. Well, no, I mean, I did, but I mean, I had a friend that was born and raised in New Mexico in Albuquerque, and uh, we talked about it, and he had my recipe, and it was fabulous. Yeah, you, uh, <clears throat> you actually marinated it overnight, right, in, in a... That's right. And then after it, after you cooked it, you put it in that, or while it was cooking, did you put it in that, the sauce? The, the yeah. Okay. It gave it like the, a Mexican spin on it, or a, it was basically a taco spin, but it's like, like authentic, authentic Mexican. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you don't wrap them, you don't drink them. Yep. And then when you take them off the grill, you just like kind of play with them with your hands and they just mush up yep. and just, I mean, they're just freaking good. Street Taco City. Like pulled pork butt. Yep, it is. Yep. Um, would you guys, would you guys describe the texture as like, uh, like kind of a livery no. texture or? Yeah. 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 I've heard people say they were slimy, but I mean, if they're cooked right. Yeah. Absolutely not. They're not going to. They're not going to. Yeah. Um. Well, we uh supplied. Yeah. Greenville competition this year. Mystery meat was beef cheeks. That was the first time I ever cooked them was at Greenville, and that's basically what I did. I rubbed them and put them on the gateway drum and let them go till I liked the color of them, and then I actually did put them in a half pan and uh, with some beef consomme and uh, a can of wild cherry Pepsi trying to get a little sweetness to it. Um, and, yeah, I mean, it, whenever I took it out of that pan, <laughs> I mean, you couldn't even touch it. I mean, it just fell apart in your hands, you know. It was it was delicious, and that's what I did. I basically threw some in uh, 
a flour tortilla, and that's what I turned in for the mystery meat. Uh, ended up getting sixth, but uh, uh, Hickory Stick, Ryan Sedan, did the same thing, um, beef cheek tacos, and he actually got first place in, in the mystery meat there at Greenville. So, yeah, but that was the first time I had ever cooked it, and <laughs> it, it was easy. It's not hard at all. Like you, I mean, and oh, yeah. besides undercooking it, you really I don't know that you can screw it up. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah, I agree. They're good. But yeah, taco is definitely the Ta- taco is what everybody associates it with for sure, yeah. But there's it's very versatile and what we cook it or I cook in my house, we we can just shred and cook probably not all right denver steaks There's a lot of muscles in the shot. Yeah, there's like seven different lines in the shot. Piece apart if you want to, right? It's a lot easier to just cross-cut them and sell the three-pound shot. There's times where you're kind of like, all right, what do you think? What do you think? Here we go. It comes from the back of the shoulder blade. Is that right? Right. It's like tucking. You got to ruin a lot of shit to get to get it out. And when you do get it out, which we do for you know certain customers that want it, it's freaking amazing. It really is. It's a definitely a hidden gem, which we sell. And you would you cook that just like you cook a ribeye or? Uh, Just season it and throw it on the grill, sear it, and get it to whatever you like to eat steak at. And yeah, let's not. (laughs) Yeah, there, there's no such thing as well done. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Agreed. 
Yep. Let's go tri-tip. Let's get, let's get here again, though. We need to go tri-tip because it's probably running slow from time. No, we're all right. We're right at 30 minutes. But we, yeah, we, yeah, hit it. <laughs> we always knew you liked Marty's beat in your mouth. That, that lost week in Memphis now. <laughs> tell, tell us a little about your, your process on the track tip because it's pretty phenomenal, actually. It's a good reverse here. Just your. Uh, well, like the fret, the whole. Oh. So I do. Are you not one to do No, I do love the So for for anybody listening that doesn't know what a jacquard is, it's basically a it's basically a circular uh, kitchen tool that has a bunch of like kind of bigger diameter. I'd call them almost needles, right? Or yeah, and uh, you just basically it tenderizes. Basically, is what it does. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Uh, yeah. On Am or on, yeah on Amazon, it's just called a meat tenderizer. Um, but Lowry's meat tenderizer. As far as I know. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> so you jacquard it, and then what? Then what do you do? So <clears throat> after you like when after you sear it what what temperature would you say finish is uh, 127 to 133 And that's how you know you're dealing with a state guy right there cuz 127 to 133 yeah. is pretty I, would, I would leave it to the 127 <laughs> but it depends on my the crowd Right Yeah uh some people you know they think that red stuff's blood and it's not <laughs> yeah um what uh i know uh i've never actually had marty's tri-tip so that sounds like something yeah we, we need to get working on that uh i have had dayton's uh crank it up dayton's his is deep i mean it's decent it's pretty good um that that silly saucy makes with it is that horse, it's like a horseradishy. Oh, yeah, it's good. But it, legit. It's good sauce. We did the, uh, in Memphis of May, we did eight of them, Jay and I. 
never had cooked one, so we let him cook the last couple just because we were tired as heck, you know. <laughs> but uh, we mixed up some nice chimney with uh, the loaf in the chimney. It is sweet. <laughs> <laughs> it just adds a little pop that that chimney just comes alive, and it's like, oh. Yeah, I actually, now that you said that online, I did have your tri-tip at Casey's house yeah. at the oh, crawfish. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, and you had it on a piece of piece of bread a piece of flatbread yeah it yeah it was it was good yeah for sure Uh, go ahead. Uh, let's have Kyle tell where, where you did try tip on a piece. So, we're going to go through this as, bit, as detailed as possible, kind of like the hanging tender, but the tri tip, for everybody listening, is totally different than the sirloin cap, culotte, picana. Those are totally different than the tri tip. They're very close together on the hindquarter by the sirloin. But they are different, complete different muscles. Now, if you cook one the same as the other, are you ever going to notice? Maybe not. But they are two different muscles. Uh, they're both on the outside of the animal. So I don't know how much more detail I can really get into it. Um, they're basically about 180 degrees from each other, kind of, on the animal. So if you if, like if you're looking at the outside of the animal at the very end of the spinal cord, then you're right there, you're kind of looking at your sirloin cap, picana, or culotte. And if you kind of spin the beef around a little bit, then you're looking at the tri-tip. So the culotte and the tri-tip, they, they don't even touch? Right? No. Nope. So that's a big misconception a lot of people say. Yep, they don't even touch. Nope. No, the tri-tip is triangular kind of like marty said earlier kind of like a sail it's a really tall triangle i guess and then the pecan is more of kind of portion triangle would you uh as far as cooking either one of them i don't know i mean they're both good there ain't nothing wrong with either one of them why do you cook a pecan or culotte nope Huh? Nope, I'm gonna try it though. You never have? No. So I've done both ways. Like, I cooked a culotte with a brisket. And I'd rather cook culotte like that steak. So you would, you're basically, you would cook a culotte the same way that you'd cook a tri tip? But kudos is ever trying. Oh gosh, it hurts me. (laughs) (laughs) You cringe a little every time you see it. (laughs) Some of my friends, and I'm like, not so much. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> oh boy. Just the uh, the texture. Texture changes. Everything changes. I mean, it, it's more dried out. Does it like? It's not as friendly as a as a good sear type. Yeah. Would you say it's is like when you cook it like a brisket? Does it almost get like too mushy, or not, or just dried out? Yeah, I would say flaky. Like he was talking earlier about flaky. Yeah, dried out flaky. Um, and I'm not saying I did it right. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying my experience cooking it that way. So are they when they're cooking it that way? Are they like they're injecting it and all that stuff like a brisket or See, not? I, I have a friend that injects every every tri-tip he cooks, and I tried it. I don't know. That was good. Um, I just did more of a, just simple jacarding and going and going after it and reverse-searing it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so <laughs> it's the she sh the she shed. <laughs> um, so culot. Uh, what'd you say? The other name people call it pecana. So that's the same thing. Just. All the same cut. Yeah, I mean, I'm saying like, yeah, all so the same cut. Yep. The shape of pecana, what was that was the triangle? Uh, yeah. So okay. it's about, I don't know, like, what do you think, Jam? Big ones, they do three pounds. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. They're a uh, real big one, three pounds. I, I'd say probably closer to two. Yeah. So and, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a little bit smaller than a try. And they kind of from like every point of it, like picture a triangle, every point of it. It kind of tapers up, and then the center of it's maybe like an inch and a half thick. Mm-hmm. It's, yep. So, I, I mean, the, the other thing, the other uh, benefit of jacardin that is you're basically getting that whole piece the same kind of, or trying your best to get it kind of the whole thickness so that it cooks more evenly than like having a half inch on this end and two inches on this end. To be more done. Right, but if I'm cooking it for myself and my family, we want it all medium, jacquard it, and you're going to get a whole lot of goodness. Sweet. Um, I am. <laughs> I'm freaking, <laughs> my mouth's watering a little bit. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> right, Jay? We, we cooked eight at Memphis in May, and, I mean, we were cleaned out. I mean, we, yeah. we just couldn't stop. And then, uh, <clears throat> are you, you're slicing it, like, eight-quarter-inch eight thick slices? Is that what, how you're serving it? He's, yeah, he's a, he's about a quarter. I'm a little thinner, but, you know, it's all about eight-quarter. Well, I did what they told me to do. No, absolutely. It was all about, right? It, it, we should have done thinner, I think. Mm. 
really nice. And when to clear a few things up here, we're not talking when we say Denver steak or we say you know the culotte or the the tri-tip like. These aren't necessarily, you can cook them like steak, but you don't have to serve them as a steak. Like, right. Have to be an it's not an individual that's, thing. That's kind of why I asked the question about. So basically what you're going to do is you're going to put this on your block in front of your guests. You're going to slice it at that quarter inch, and then people are going to take their servings that they want, kind of like you're cooking a brisket. Or you yeah. can make some phenomenal sandwiches with it. Toast some buns. I mean, put them on your grill or whatever. You can make some good freaking food and some badass sandwiches with some horseradish sauce and oh, booyah. I'll, I'll disagree with the whole thing. Uh, <laughs> hey, I guess you got to like that. Hang on. I talked to your sister about the uh, whole mustard and tri-tips. Yeah. That's sweet. Yeah. It will blow your mind. Got to try it then. She brought, she brought some in the store. Did she? Yeah, oh, yeah. It's sitting on the shelf. Hell yeah. <laughs> booyah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there was there was nothing wrong with that chimichurri on top of it either. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if you buy one tri-tip or one culotte or whatever, I mean, you can bring guests of you know four people, four adults in, and you're gonna feed all those people with that one. Yeah, with that one cut. Yeah. With that one cut. I mean, you may not have a bunch of leftovers, but I mean, you could stretch it out if you cook two of them. You could. I mean, it's. You know, you're going to, you're eating appetizers and eating all that. This is right. like we're having around, having, sitting around drinking beers and wine or whatever. It's a, it, it's, it's all an, ex, it's part of an experience. It's more of an experience thing, but it's not that hard to do. Right. It's just, it's, it's fun. It's an experience because as the, you know, like you were saying with most of these cuts, there's only one or two of them yeah. on each animal. So it's not like. It's not like you can go to your local meat shop and get one right. any day of the week. Right. I guess that is something. Uh, I saw uh, at Memphis MA, Fourth Night Out Crew did it with uh, some nice beef and scallions and stuff. It looked pretty good. So. I think it's pretty legit if it's done right. Like I said, I've never cooked it myself. I've only had it a couple times. Obviously, I had it wrong. Don't really remember that too much, but I kind of do whenever. Was Dobby part of that? Taking that? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. All right. So yeah. We yeah. all were. He ate it right. in a half shell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We had it at an appetizer restaurant, and it was good. But uh. So did like at a restaurant? Did they actually like bring it out like it was still inside the bone, and like was, you so it was a really kind of spooned it out or something? And, Gotcha. Um, <clears throat> I think that is all for our main topic, unless I unless there's something else we need to that we didn't hit that came to mind. Um, I mean, like I said, we can go on for days. We'll go into all the weird stuff next week. 
Are you being serious? Um, to wrap it up are there any uh any updates on the on the progress of the new shop Gotcha. And I got a lot of work to do this week because I got to figure out what the equipment layout's going to be, oh what needs air. Goddamn, he was. Oh, so we talked about this before he left. He was in tears. He didn't know what to do. Yeah, I'm still in. <laughs> Thanks for bringing it up. <laughs> wow. No, I got a lot of weight on my shoulder right now. I got to figure out until I can get all this information to them, they can't bid it. Like, what equipment takes what? Oh, yep, yep. What equipment takes air, what equipment takes water, what equipment takes for refrigeration. Because, you know, some some of the smokehouses, they can be turned into a refrigerator. It's just, yeah, really no new update. It's going to be a minute for that, just because i got to get all that done. But July 10th, permits should be done, and they should be ready to uh, start doing some hardcore demo. Sweet. Uh, as always, we want to plug our trekking for CDH comp uh, September 16th and 17th at PIC Park in Pierron, Illinois. Uh, we'd love for everybody to come out. Uh, all the cooks get signed up. Uh, Jay's new uh, goal for this year is to have more backyard teams than pro teams. So uh, no... No one should be scared to sign up at the backyard. That really is my goal. I think I, that's my main issue. I'm going to have more backyard teams than pro teams. I think that's what makes the the barbecue world go around. Yeah. You got to have the new cooks not be scared. And uh, well, while we're at competition, uh, Bill Hine won this last weekend. Hell of a dude. Triple H. And if you don't know Triple H, they're like uh, legendary. Legendary. Yeah. They won the Royal. Yeah. They're. Which is, I mean, the biggest competition in the country. If you don't know this, they're sort of a big deal. Don't leave anybody out. You're going to piss them off. <laughs> yeah, they're... <laughs> <laughs>
all over it. Man. We got some of the best cooks, honestly, in this area that can compete with anyone in this fucking nation in the ivory with it. Yeah. So um, the best the best way to uh, to see the details and look anything up about the trekking for CDH comp uh, there we do have a uh, trekking for CDH Facebook page uh, all the information is on there give you uh, any way all of our uh, ways to contact us the people that are putting it on are on the Facebook page and um, as always you can always call the meat shop and uh, ask for Jay or Kyle they'll get you any information you need for that also um marty if anybody wants to reach out to you is it you got best way facebook or marty plude at, at facebook or uh, twisted, steel. twisted steel twisted steel steak appeal on facebook and instagram and then uh for anybody that wants to get some some of those twisted steel rubs they can get them at obviously at cordy meats and some other local um you're pretty much are you at do you have uh aspirations of being in walmart or you want to just stick to the mom and pops Yeah. How many different states are you in right now? Do you know? <laughs> From Idaho to Pennsylvania to Florida to all over. But it's fun. Yeah. It's badass. Um, <clears throat> you don't have any, uh, any state classes or anything coming up in the near future at all, do you? Anything on the books? Where's that at? Oh, so it's going to be the A team. What uh what's the date for that? July 28th. Is uh the night before Oh, okay. Gotcha. So uh, they're probably hoping to, that maybe some of the cooks that are already coming to cook will sign up for the class. I'll be there. Be there supporting Johnny and Marty for sure. Yeah. You guys never met Johnny? So did you. Indeed. I met him in uh, Texas. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 He had a tip for a long time. He made me a nervous freaking wreck. I've never had cooked in front of me before in my life. <laughs> Another uh, steak legend for sure. Yeah. You have to be. I'm. It's going to be. We're, going to, we're doing it four to six weeks before our comp, so you can kind of 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure we said you had to be signed up. Everybody that was signed up before August was eligible for the, the free backyard barbecue class. Okay, we'll get that clarified for yeah. you. No, you're you're done. Are you gonna tell my teammate he can't come either? No, he's gone. It's not Wessel. Oh, that's right. I yeah. He'll probably be showing corny. Guaranteed. Yeah, so uh but for real, for the backyard guys, if you've ever uh, wanted to dip your toes in the competition side. Uh, this would be a perfect comp. Get signed up. Uh, you're going to get a class, so you're not going to be going in this thing 100% blind. You're going to you're going to know what the judges are looking for, and it's yeah. There's there's n- there's no other. I, there's not another comp that does this. We think Jeff Bartles is definitely on the docket. Uh, I think it's going to be a conglomeration of we're going to need Jeff to hold it all together, <laughs> if you know what I mean. He's got the he's got the he's like he knows how to stick to the agendas. Um, but I, I think it's going to be I, myself, Kyle, Jay, I mean, Casey, uh, Yeah. No, it sounds like a great time. Let's do this. You get one night of drinking beer with us three. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's not like it's going to be you're you're getting learned backyard by the winners in Paris. Well, no, no. Y- yeah, day. right, <laughs> right. But where's Jordan at? Jordan's not going to be there. <laughs> I mean, J and I G C Collinsville last year. We're definitely going to be there. It's just it's going to kind of be a group thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're we're gonna give you the rundown from uh, trimming your ribs, trimming your chicken. Uh, what? Yeah, Jay's the chicken pro. <laughs> so. No. Uh, but yeah. Uh, no, not yet. It's going to be, I would say it'll probably be near the end of August. August. Yeah. Uh, that, that's what I'm saying for right now. Middle to end, yeah. Uh, give, give everybody enough time to go to the class, and then if they want to run a couple practices at home before our comp. Um, all right, I think that's all for tonight. Um, again, if you want to reach out to us, uh, email us at meetcartel3 at gmail.com. Uh, send us any questions, comments, anything you'd like to hear, anything you don't want to hear again, let us know. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next one.